and that lets you save look here true form life green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community, wherever you may be listening. Now, today I'm bringing on another great guest. This is Tom King, and we're talking about Guy Gone Keto. (laughs) That's right. We're talking about the keto lifestyle diet. Now, to be quite honest with you, I'm pretty open on the show. I talked to Tom about how keto is not really my thing and how we teach and live a slightly different type of way. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like we all should have the opportunity to live the way that works for us, where we found success. And Tom lives this lifestyle. He doesn't recommend doing it for a weekend or even a short time thing. He lives a keto lifestyle on a regular basis every day and he talks about the how he fuels his body what fats he consumes what proteins and why or how he's found success so his book is called guy gone keto how to lose weight feel great and achieve lifelong fitness which i absolutely love now we actually tom sent me this big box of goodies to give away we did a facebook live our facebook channel is or sorry our facebook page is facebook.com slash true form life he sent us a big box and we started to give stuff away and it kind of went crazy for a bit there and we're going to give away more stuff in the future so regardless of when you're listening to this episode you can check us out on facebook and we do regularly live interviews like we bring on tom we'll bring will we will be bringing tom on for an interview and then throughout our live shows we're going to give away free stuff so you can check us out there and find out more details about the amazing authors we're bringing on exploring mind and body so again tom's bring talking all about the keto diet i'm asking him all kinds of crazy questions (laughs) because i want to know the details for myself and for others as well so i hope you so i hope you enjoy the questions that i have and the answers that tom brings to the table so sit back and enjoy we get all that coming up this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host drew tadia all right welcome to another edition of exploring mind and body you heard all about tom in the introduction so without further ado welcome to the show tom thanks drew i appreciate it uh, truly an honor to be on uh, on your show. I appreciate it. We have a jam-packed show. Now, I don't even know what we're going to be talking about in depth. We have our topic suggestion, but we could, I feel like we could talk all day about a number of different things, so this is going to be great, Tom. Tell me about your background of, I mean, what you do, how you got into it, and then how, what led you to what you're doing now. Well, it was in 1992 I ran into a gentleman in Arizona. His name was Jim May. And Jim May had just come back from the jungles of Paraguay. And he had a a jar of this, looked kind of like a dark green paste. And he asked me to try it. And when I tried it, I was blown away. It was probably around 50 times sweeter than sugar. And I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, and that was my first introduction into Stevia. And once I tried Stevia... 
I thought, you know what, there's got to be a way to be able to unlock those sweet constituents in the leaf. So I spent the next decade looking for, you know, looking for a way to be able to extract the sweet constituents out of that leaf in a natural way and bring it to the market as a sweetener. But my real goal was to, uh, was to be, I guess you'd say the natural version of NutraSweet. And so you brought, did you start bring that over or how did, what did that look like? Yeah, I found, uh, I found a manufacturer in China that could use, they could do a water extraction process to get the, those, the sweet parts out of the leaf, which are called stevial glycosides. So I did, I found a company that could do it to my specifications. And that was my first introduction into importing something, uh, from outside of the United States. And, um, unfortunately for me, I was importing a strange white powder. So the FDA immediately seized every single shipment <laughs> that I had started to bring in. And then part of my agreement was to sign an agreement that they could have like an open search and seizure of my home to make sure that I wasn't dealing in any kind of contraband. So it was an interesting start. And the, <laughs> so did they ever come to your home and check out, see if you had anything underlying besides stevia? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like they weren't, they, they weren't super supportive of me bringing stevia into the country. And I think that it might've been something to do with, it was about the same time that, um, that aspartame known as NutraSweet was being pushed through the FDA. And so I think that maybe they, uh, they weren't too keen on having, you know, stevia since it was natural brought into the U.S. That's what I could assume. I can't say for sure that that's what, what, what the case was. Okay. So then that brought you to what was the next step or what was the next part of your life? Are you still doing that? Are you still working with stevia? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like my, my main company is called Icon Foods, and it used to be called Steviva Ingredients. So we, you know, we have a retail line of stevia sweeteners. Um, they're like a sweetening system. So we, we mix other compounds with it. So stevia becomes something that you can use just like table sugar without any off notes. So yeah, that's, I mean, we're, we're in 2,500, uh, different retail stores across the U S but that's only 5% of our business. 95% of our business is actually, uh, providing sweetening systems to sports nutrition companies. Very interesting. I, I'm not sure if you're aware, but we have our own supplement called Complete Truth Protein. Oh. And we use stevia in our product. Oh, we'll have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we will. What, what did, just let me ask you real quick. I want to get into ketosis here, but when, sure. when people say, when people say, I don't like stevia or it's not like mm -hmm. sugar, <laughs> we get that all the time because yeah. we say sweetened with stevia. What sure. do you tell them? Um, well, I mean, stevia is not sugar. Um, so it doesn't affect you like sugar does. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't have a glycemic, uh, response, uh, doesn't affect blood sugar levels. I mean, it's different. It doesn't participate in what's called Maillard, which is the, the, which is the reaction of proteins with, with sugar, which causes caramelization. So it's a completely, I mean, it just has a sweet technical effect, but for people that say, you know, Hey, I don't like the taste of it. I think that probably they're using too much of it, but you can also mix it with our other compounds like, uh, like erythritol or inulin or, uh, or this new sweetener that we're working with called allulose, 
Um, if you mix it with some of those, it reduces the amount of sweet intensity and it, it makes it easier for people that are used to sugar to be able to use it. So tell right. me what, why keto? And that's something that you decided to do yourself personally. It is. So, I mean, I, I started this company in 1999 and it was about the same time that the Atkins diet was, you know, was, uh, was pretty big. Um, and so, I mean, Atkins really, that diet is, is more of a ketogenic friendly diet. And so I dabbled in ketogenic, but I really wasn't committed to it. And I was using it as a diet, meaning that I'd be on and then I'd be off and I was using it for short-term weight gain. And it's just not really the right way to do it. And I mean, before like two and a half years ago, I committed to being full on keto and before that, I, I really was not, I, I think I was a huge hypocrite because I was eating and drinking whatever I wanted and I was carrying about 35 extra pounds. And, you know, one day I just said, Hey, this is, this is enough. I can't, I can't be a hypocrite like this. I've got to really, you know, walk my talk. So that's when I immersed myself into it. And then, so I feel like, for example, like I'm not a big fan of fad diets. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just my personal opinion. And I, and I right. imagine I can openly share these things with you <laughs> sure, sure, without offending you. But I feel like ketosis or it's, it's the hot topic, right? At least right now. And I feel like it could be abused and I feel like it's only used for maybe a short time or maybe for uh, like a weekend type of fast. Is that something that you would agree with or, or, or how would you say that it, it could be beneficial in that regard? Um, no, I disagree with that. <laughs> and I don't take any of that personally. And yeah, I mean, like, like keto, keto is for some people, like if you're carb sensitive, I would say definitely keto would be a, you know, a path for you to take. Um, I mean, and being on being keto, really, it just means that you're putting your body into a state where it's metabolizing fats instead of carbohydrates. So your body, your brain actually has the ability to function both on glucose or ketone bodies. So when it, I, and I wouldn't say, I mean, keto, I guess, could be perceived as a, as a, a fad diet, but I prefer to look at it as a lifestyle because if you just do a diet, you're going to get yo-yo weight where you're heavy and light and heavy and light and you're going to go back and forth and that can be really deleterious to your health. So I, I, I've chosen to have it as a lifestyle. So I don't have cheat days. I don't, you know, I keep myself in nutritional ketosis and I've been doing this for, you know, for two and a half years and I've noticed a massive difference in brain function, uh, body composition and just my overall, overall health and wellness. Yeah, that's great. And then before I just wanted to be clear on when you said that you could be on ketosis and then you go off it and your weight fluctuates up and down. I think that's kind of what I was getting at when, when I was mm -hmm. like, it could be used like it could be used in a, a less than productive way. Um, yeah. Like if you're, if to me, like people that would go on a diet, like they feel like they're getting too heavy. So they go on a diet, you know, and that, and that is a cycle for them that sort of an is an indication of more of a, uh, I, I guess an eating disorder. You know, I know that when I really 
you know, took the dive into adopting a ketogenic lifestyle. For me, it was it was a discipline of of sticking with it. Like this is not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And these are the reasons that I'm doing it to reduce inflammation, to increase brain function, you know, to lose body fat. Yeah. So, I mean, you, I think it's necessary that you adopt it as a, as a lifestyle instead of just, you know, a fat diet. And then, right. I couldn't agree more. So what if you wanted, someone wanted to to try it for a short amount of time to see their if their brain function, like let's take myself for an example. Mm-hmm. What if I wanted to try it to see what benefits I might be able to gain from it? Is there a proper way to do that or a safe way to do that maybe? Um, well, I think that all of it is safe as long as you're drinking plenty of water. Um, I mean, I would say dipping your toe into it and to, to see if you're going to, uh, if you're going to see, you know, any results from it. I don't like a hundred percent support that, but if to try it out, it'll probably take you a month to be able to, to really understand, you know, the benefits that your body is getting. Because generally I think people starting out will get something called the keto flu, um, where you just feel like crap and you're tired and it's, it's your body making that shift from, you know, from burning carbs to burning ketone bodies, which is theoretically you're putting your your body into a state of starvation which flips the switch to get it to start burning ketone bodies so that can take 3 days to a week i mean you can take supplements like exogenous uh ketone salts to help you through that um but you're going to deal with maybe 3 days to a week of feeling pretty crappy and then after that it's going to be like somebody just turned the lights on it <laughs> it's going to be radical change like holy crap so when you see when you say turn the lights on, what do you mean? Um, well, I mean for me, I had a lot of brain fog because like if you're if you're just burning burning carbs, and I mean that's how your brain is functioning. You're if you have like too many you know too much glucose in your body, it prevents your your it it, it prevents your brain from doing what's called a cerebral flush. And a cerebral cerebral flush is where you're taking all of the dead peptides and proteins and actually flushing it out of your out of your your skull. So if if your if your body you know what puts your body into that state is either fasting or being in a state of ketosis. So if you're flushing those peptides out, you're going to find that you know, all of a sudden it is like somebody turned the lights on your, your brain function is going to have a lot less fog. Um, you know, you're going to have better focus and concentration. And so what is your, what does your diet look like? Our supposer, what is, and I, when I say diet, I mean, lifestyle diet, mm-hmm. what does you see all kind? you see all kinds of things on social media that right. seem a bit different than a conventional type of meal, <laughs> which could be, you know, it could be just flashes of what a real type of ketosis diet is. Yeah, I mean, the it's really not a very hard diet to to stick to if you. I mean, if 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 bread is your thing, like eating bread and cereal and grains are your thing, then it's going to be it's that's going to be a, a it's going to be a challenge because um, you're not going to be able to have that. And but. For me, my my diet is seventy percent fat, like seventy percent healthy fats, twenty um, percent uh, proteins, and ten percent carbs. And that ten percent carbs comes from like cruciferous vegetables, leafy greens, 
um, you know, things that grow above the ground instead of under the ground. And so can you give me an example? Like what about if you live maybe a plant-based type of diet, would that be Mm -hmm. more challenging as well? If you don't eat meat or less meat, for example, if you're a vegan, so I was actually toying with the idea of, uh, of going vegan for 30 days and seeing if I could stay in ketosis going, going vegan. And I think it's possible. I'm not really ready to jump into that, but yeah, I mean, you'd be eating a lot of coconut oil and nuts and avocados. Um, I mean, it's doable, but it's definitely harder. Um, it's definitely harder if you cut, if you cut out animal proteins. So can you give me an example of what you would have for breakfast? Um, well, I generally don't eat breakfast because I, I do what's called a 16-8 fast, like intermittent fasting. So I usually don't eat anything after, say, 6 or 7 p.m. And then uh, then I won't eat again until around 11 or noon. Um, <clears throat> so once I, once I do eat, lunch is my primary meal. Uh, basically, I'll have avocado, hard-boiled eggs, um, you know, I, a kale salad and, um, and that's, that's about it. And then for dinner, I just graze on, you know, nuts and seeds. And you don't get hungry? No, you know, fat is a super satiating compound. So the more fat that you really eat, the, it it just eliminates any kind of hunger pangs whatsoever. And okay. So when you're traveling, does that make it an issue when you're going out to eat? (laughs) indeed so yeah going out to eat is is sort of a challenge because you have to be careful of everything you know everything that's on the menu because a lot of sauces and dressings have sugar so you have to be you know pretty mindful of that but interestingly enough keto is becoming popular to the point to where you can actually go to like a mcdonald's or a uh or a burger king uh, and ask, ask for low carb and they'll just give you a hamburger wrapped in lettuce with no bun. <laughs> and, and that's something, I mean, that's enjoyable. I think so. You know, after you quit eating bread for a while, um, you just, you don't really miss it. And there's, there's a couple different, uh, there's a couple different companies. One's called no foods, K N O W and another company called Julian bakery. And they actually make uh, ketogenic-friendly bread. So if you wanted to bring your own bun, you can bring your own bun. <laughs> so what is their bread made out of? A bunch of different fibers and egg whites and baking soda. Like, I've tried to emulate it at home. But, I mean, baking to me is kind of alchemy. And uh, I haven't quite mastered that yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not your thing just yet? Just yet. I'll get it. I'll get it. I mean, like our, our, our company here, like we, we manufacture sweeteners for sports nutrition companies. So we've got like a 3000 square foot lab, which is kind of a playground for me. So we're constantly developing, you know, new products. Um, it seems like I'm kind of developing, developing for myself, but I mean, we'll, we'll release them once they're good enough, but like we've got gummies, like that, you know, our high protein, high fat gummies, ice cream. So it's sort of a, you know, it's sort of a playground for me. So you developed this keto sweet. Is that like a form of, is that, is that your product? It is. So we, we have a sweetener that we just recently released. Uh, it's, it's called keto sweet 
and the actual ketose in it doesn't really represent like ketosis. It's actually a group of monosaccharides, uh, which is a which is sort of a sugar compound. But we've got this particular sweetener, which is uh, which is allulose, which is a rare sugar that is uh, made from fermenting uh, uh, fructose. So your body isn't able to metabolize it. And then we mix that with monk fruit and stevia. And we have a sweetener that's granular like sugar and will caramelize, will work with yeast. Um, so that's that was our latest creation in the lab. And so... How does it work if you have a athletic type of body? Are you worried about, or would athletes deal with not not having the nutrients, or maybe not having the other types of macronutrients to build or sustain muscle mass? Um, well, I think that I mean, the, actually, uh, ketogenic is super popular amongst athletes, you know, right now because it, you know, you do have a lot more energy. Um, fat burns so much cleaner than, than carbohydrates. So you're seeing a lot of athletes, um, you know, adopting it. And I, and you really, I don't think that you get deprived of any of the macros because you're taking in green leafy vegetables, you know, like you're taking in plenty of, of, of healthy carbs. And then as far as glucose goes, I mean, your body can convert, you know, can convert proteins to glycogens. So you'll always have plenty of glucose in your body, um, you know. So I I think that I think that the the idea of of being malnutritioned on on a keto diet is is probably just myth. And then when it comes to your intermittent, that's a tough word for me. How do you say that? <laughs> intermittent fasting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Is that something that you do all the time? So or, or like, are you always? intermittent fasting? Yeah, I, I try to because, I mean, you get such a level of clarity, you know, when you fast like that. And, you know, I think that people are under also under the misconception that, you know, that that we're always starving. Like, you know, it's it's, it's so many cultures, you know, use intermittent fasting. And I mean, fasting has been part of every major religion going back thousands of years. So, I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a great way to cleanse the body. And I mean, I still, you know, I weigh 205 pounds, I'm six foot two. So I wouldn't say that I'm lean, but you know, I'm, I'm fairly lean. And I, I don't like, if you met me, you wouldn't say that that guy has no muscle mass or <laughs> you don't look like a skeleton walk around the streets. No, no, I, I absolutely don't look like a skeleton. <laughs> so. And how long do you write for, roughly? Well, <laughs> it depends on what time I get up. Like lately, I've been on this regime to try to get a minimum of eight hours of sleep per night. So I, when I get started in the morning, I'll, I used to spend maybe a half hour, forty-five minutes journaling, and now I'm like in the twenty to thirty minute you know, journaling just so I can get to work and get my day started. So, And then, so tell me about this fasting again. It's, it's interesting to me. So <laughs> are, you, are you really just having one meal a day and then snacking in the evening? Is is that the the basics of it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, in the morning, like first thing in the morning, you know, I'll break the fast, but you generally break that fast with with like butter coffee or bulletproof coffee. 
So, which is just basically coffee with some butter in it. That pretty much gets my brain going. Yeah. And then I'll wait until around 11 o'clock or noon to eat, you know, but occasionally I'll snack. But if I snack, it's usually nuts and seeds. And, uh, occasionally, you know, like I'll eat, you know, like my favorite's a quest bar. So I'll have a quest bar and those are definitely will keep you in ketosis. And then, so, and then in the evening you're just snacking again. So nuts, seeds, fats. Yeah. Mostly nuts and seeds. Like I've been eating a lot of pistachios, but it's like, you know, I found that like at night I'm not really that hungry, you know, because I've had a nice sizable lunch. And so I find that like a lot of eating that people do, um, at night is, is habitual eating, you know, like something just to keep them occupied. So my go-to for that is sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds. Because you can basically, it, it takes you so much work to get them out. They're almost a calorie-free snack. What about macadamia nuts? I heard those are high in fats <laughs> and it's like a keto thing to go and eat those. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, and also pele nuts. I don't know if you've seen pele nuts before, but those things are, I mean, both pele nuts and, and macadamia nuts are just huge in fat. So like if I am really starving at night, and just want something to curb that, yeah, I'll eat four or five uh, macadamia nuts. But you have to be careful because, you know, just because you're on a keto diet doesn't mean that you can just eat all you want, you know, all the time because you're still like, you know, when you look at how much fat a macadamia nut has, like five is, is a, a plenty big serving. So what, do you, what happens when you go to visit family or friends <laughs> and like everyone has like a big <laughs> breakfast and you're sitting there with, a, what do you have, like a half a macadamia nut and a cup of coffee? No, <laughs> no I, I'll have a cup of coffee, you know, eggs. If, I, if I'm going to have breakfast, it's usually just eggs and bacon. And a friend of mine, a friend of mine is steak and eggs. Like that's what he does. And he, he swears by it. That's what he has every day. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not too uncomfortable. My family, you know, my family understands that, you know, I I'm going I'm to have some some sort of dietary restrictions and they're totally supportive. And then I want to ask you for the fasting part of the ketosis. Do you have to fast to be in to put your body in this ketosis state? No, no, not at all. I mean, I I just fast because you know, it works for me and it keeps me in a, a state of nutritional ketosis. But I mean, it's not anything that you have to do, but intermittent fasting really compounds the effect of, uh, of a ketogenic diet. All right. All right, Tom, before we wrap things up here, tell us about what, whatever you have going on, where, where our listeners can go to find out more details, maybe any products or services you want to tell us about. Well, they can, uh, the title of my book is Guy Gone Keto. So you can find that on Amazon, or if you just go to guygoneketo.com, um, you can pick up a copy of my book. If you want it autographed, um, I will autograph it if you'd like. We also have a line of ketogenic condiments that are coming out. Um, those are going to be ready to ship the first part of, of July. We've got barbecue sauce, ketchup, teriyaki sauce, steak sauce, um, and uh, sweet, uh, sweet Thai chili sauce. Um, so I know that a lot of people that are adopting a ketogenic lifestyle are missing ketchup. You don't have to miss it anymore. Stop by our website. Um, we've got a lot of swag that we're giving away as we launch this. So guygoneketo.com. 
Awesome, Tom. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us and details about keto and answering all my off-the-wall questions. <laughs> no, your questions were awesome, and it was it was truly an honor to be on your, your podcast, Drew. You're a great host. I appreciate it. Not a problem. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sticking around till the end and being a part of our True Form Life community. I hope you got something out of that interview. I certainly did. I really enjoyed listening to Tom's perspective and hearing how he uses the keto diet on a regular basis and how he turned that into his lifestyle and how it works for him. And I think that's important for us to try different avenues to see what may work for us because one way isn't the right way or the perfect way for everyone. So you can definitely give certain things a try or wherever you, whatever may be a good fit for you and for your lifestyle. You should definitely try different things to see what works best for you in your lifestyle. I'm going to leave you with that. More details are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. If you ever miss a show, you can always go back and listen to past shows there. We also have a free app you can download on any Apple device so you can download the show and take it with you wherever you go. And if you want to get boosted in the right direction with some fitness routines, we have a free 10-day fitness challenge. All you have to do is head over to trueformlife.com slash 10-day fitness challenge. You'll get a brand new workout every day so you get a chance to know what it's like to work out in 20 minutes or less. Get in, get out, get on with your day. No equipment required and we're there to offer you fitness tips as well to keep you healthy while you transform in the short amount of time. You will see results but we definitely want you to this to be a lifestyle and long-term thing just like what Tom is talking about with his keto. So. Uh, that's definitely something that you can check out. Again, I want to thank you so much for being here. We wouldn't have a show without you. So that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.